0: Um, Time now for Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Now, here's your host, Agri-News Director, Jim Smalley.
1: Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose the alternative McDougall Auctioneers for guaranteed results online at mcdougallauction.com. And for the holidaying Jim Smalley, I'm Mitchell Blair. Transportation Minister Mark Garneau tabled the long-anticipated Transportation Modernization Act in Parliament today. Key measures in the bill affecting grain transportation include new data reporting requirements for railways on rates, service, and performance to enhance system transparency. A new mechanism, long-haul interswitching, to provide captive shippers across all sectors and regions of Canada with access to a competing railway to ensure they have options. A definition of adequate and suitable rail service that confirms railways should provide shippers with the highest level of service that can be reasonably provided in the circumstances. The ability for shippers to seek reciprocal financial penalties in their service agreements with railways to enhance accountability and more accessible and timely remedies for shippers on both rates and service to support fair negotiations. Norm Hall is the vice president of APAS and the Canadian Federation of Agriculture. He's pleased with what he's
2: seen. A lot of the things that we've asked for are at least mentioned. Uh, there's uh, reciprocal cash penalties. There's at least the the same interswitching switching uh, distance that, that was in Bill C-30, if not longer, and a definition for uh, adequate and suitable. And, and then uh, the promise of, of quicker resolutions for shippers when there is a problem between the railways and, and shippers. All of that is what we had hoped for. We've also asked for, for the MRE to be retained and so on, and we were told that they're not going to touch it right now but they will be looking at it at a later date.
1: The railways haven't issued an official response to the new legislation, which is something that doesn't surprise Hall.
2: I have heard some comments that railways weren't happy, and generally when railways aren't happy, that means farmers maybe are, because maybe we'll be getting better service. Maybe we'll be having more options in moving our product and maybe the railways will have to actually work for their market share as opposed to just being given to them because they're a a duopoly.
1: Norm Hall is the vice president of APAS and the Canadian Federation of Agriculture. He's commenting on the Transportation Modernization Act being tabled in Parliament today. The weekly livestock summary has been released by Saskatchewan Agriculture. I spoke with provincial livestock economist Brad Marcinuck this morning. Brad, what happened with feeder cattle prices this past week?
3: Saskatchewan feeder cattle prices were mixed this last week, feeder steer prices were primarily lower and ranged between $8.33 per hundredweight lower and $9.00 higher. The only price gains were in the 900 plus pound weight category, while the largest losses were in the three to 400 pound feeder steer weight category. Saskatchewan feeder heifer prices were mixed but overall higher last week, feeder heifer prices ranged from $2.65 per hundredweight lower. To ten dollars and fifty cents higher, the biggest price gain was in the three to four hundred pound weight category, while the largest loss was in the six to seven hundred pound weight category.
1: What are the factors behind the changes?
3: Factors effect- affecting the mix of Saskatchewan and feeder cattle prices last week were a combination of lower Alberta cash-fed cattle prices, but continued strong basis levels and higher beef cutout values.
1: What were marketings of cattle for the week?
3: Canfax reported 6,917 head of cattle were sold to Saskatchewan last week, and that was down from 8,494 head marketed the previous week.
1: What happened with market-ready cattle prices?
3: The slaughter cow prices in Alberta were lower last week. The price of D1, D2 slaughter cows declined $0.97 cents to average $109.83 per hunterweight, where the price of D3 slaughter cows declined $2.50 to average 97 dollars And 88 cents per hundredweight. Fed cattle prices in Western Canada for Alberta Fed Steers were reported to average $180.02 per hundredweight last week. Prices had declined $11.49 per hundredweight from the previous week, giving back most of the previous week's large gains.
1: That's Brad Marsenech with Saskatchewan Agriculture. More after the crop stocks report released last week showed March 31st canola stocks at 6.6 million metric tons, down 2 million or 23% from last year and a four-year low. If the report is accurate, we could be facing an extreme shortage of canola for both exports and domestic use. Neil Townsend's a senior analyst for FarmLink Marketing Solutions.
0: There is some debate still about the production that happened last year for canola. Like, And Stats Canada's you know, held pretty firm to their number, as they, they do in their usual pattern. It won't be for a while, but most of the industry's operating with a higher number. But then you get the stocks report, and the stocks report seems to kind of, I wouldn't say it quite, 100% supports the stats can production number but it's probably a little tighter than maybe some people thought and uh you know and and definitely like uh you know it, it shows there's been strong exports and strong uh crush all throughout the year and we really haven't seen a big uh, slowdown in that yet
1: some analysts say canola stocks are so tight that rationing may be necessary the one
0: thing about uh, canola is like at the end of the day, there's relatively few players, I guess is the way that I said it. I mean, there's only so many crushers in, in Canada and there's only so many exporters, right? They tend to get a big sense of what's happening. And I think we're starting to see that sense. So rationing, it can happen two ways. Like the blunt instrument of rationing is price. So you think, oh, price will run up and that, that you know, kills off all demand. But in canola, I think it sometimes happens a little more subtly. And and what happens is just that, you know, the companies. Plan their business in a sense that they say, Oh, the last two or three months we're not going to try to procure any canola in those periods we 're not going to offer any for sale, and we 're not going to do much crushing so Yeah, you end up getting less demand, but it's not the demand that, you know, is because of a runaway price that kills demand. That might happen in something like corn when corn rations or something like that. So I don't necessarily expect a big run-up in price, but I do expect to see a slowdown in the usage, but more of a tactical kind of strategic slowdown where, like, you know, they're going to clean the factories up or tighten the bolts a little bit more, that kind of stuff, and then just tell the exporters that, you know,
3: or the importers
0: that, you know, we're not really we don't feel comfortable putting together sixty five thousand ton cargo or fifty five thousand ton cargo, something like that.
1: While canola stocks are tight, wheat stocks are anything but the USDA's chief economist, Robert Johansson, says barring a drought or similar weather disaster in a major crop producing region. Cutting back wheat acres is likely going to be the eventual solution to the global glutton wheat stocks. We're now in a period of time where it's
0: almost more like Uh, you know the 1970s and the 1980s when there was relative abundance in grains and oil seeds and it takes a while to dig out of that and I mean uh, I don't see necessarily any incremental demand blocks that are that are coming we don't have another ethanol era that's going to start up and you know suddenly demand uh, you know four billion bushels of, uh, of corn where there wasn't that demand before and so for wheat I mean You know, like I think the world population is going up by about, you know, 1% a year or something like that. And the yield for wheat is trending at 1% up per year. So, you know, we can't even eat our way out of this unless we change habits. And I don't think we're changing habits fast enough.
1: Stats Canada says Canadian farmers intend to seed fewer pulse crops this year than last year. But Townsend says the pulse crop acreage should still be the second largest on record.
0: Peas and the lentils have an opportunity to still be uh, good crops this year. I mean, if you get the if you get the quality and you get the uh, reasonable yield, I think the demand is kind of uh, you know growing for those things. And in, in, in particular, like the export demand, you know, and maybe people aren't eating necessarily more of them, but there's a, a greater amount of uh, interest in buying Canadian lentils and peas.
1: Neil Townsend's the senior analyst for FarmLink Marketing Solutions. Back The market update on The Source, 620 CKRM. Canola's up $1.60 this morning to sit at $511. Oats are up 55 cents at $170.35. Number one red spring wheat is down, trading right now at 2 dollars As for Durham, feed barley, flax, yellow peas, and feed wheat, they're all unchanged. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, July wheat's down 3.5 cents a bushel at five forty three dollars a bushel. Back
0: on The Livestock Report, on the Source six twenty CKRM. Hold them.
1: Now the latest livestock report.
4: This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of may sixteenth. Weyburn didn't have a sale last week, it was a Cineboy's turn. Here is what the market was doing. Heferett sold from a dollar twenty one to a dollar fifty. D one and D two cows sold from a dollar eight to a dollar twenty. D three cows sold from ninety cents to a dollar seven. Counter cows sold from $0.50 to $0.70, and good butcher bulls sold from $1.17 to $1.49. There weren't enough steers in any one weight break to establish an accurate price quotation, but there were a few heifers. 450 to 500-pound heifers averaged $2.14 and sold up to $2.21. 500 to 550-pound heifers averaged $2.21 and sold up to $2.24. 550 to 600-pound heifers averaged $2.11 and sold up to $2.13. 600 to 650-pound heifers averaged $1.99 and sold up to $2.10. Also, there were some heifers over 900 pounds, and they were averaging $1.36 and sold up to $1.59. This has been Stephanie Digg reporting from the Weyburn Livestock Exchange, the market that gets the cattle and the prices too.
1: Now, the latest Saskatchewan pork prices.
3: This is the hams market commentary for Tuesday, May 16th. Hams sold 7,000 hogs Monday, selling in a range of 174 to 175 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 6,000 heads, selling in a range of 174 to 176 per CKG. Number one sows delivered to Winnipeg this week are selling in the range of $111 to $125 per CKG live weight. Ham's marketing cash hog price today is up 83 cents per CKG and forward contract prices opened lower this morning. On Monday, the Canadian dollar was up with the daily exchange rate at 1.3641.